Hello, you amazing human beings, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is your podcast host, Sarah Lynn, flow state coach, behavior analyst, hatha yoga teacher, and full of juicy life experience. This podcast is designed for devoted, big visionary, high achieving human beings and entrepreneurs that are here for big things. They're building their legacies. They're leaving their unique mark in this world. And they're here to truly live and feel their best lives in the process. We are going to be diving into all things flow state, spirituality, science, personal growth and development, and entrepreneurship. I really want to create this space for you that I want all of you, your fullest expression, your fullest self, fully accepted and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. (laughs) And I welcome you to join me in this journey. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello everyone. I have Natalie with me and this is really exciting and special because this is my very first episode with an interview and this interview is in person in Nusara, Costa Rica with Natalie who is a sister here, a friend here and she is the embodiment of the feminine goddess people. (laughs) She's the tantric queen as I like to call her as we walk around, we're both actually roomies right now um so yeah it's amazing to have you here natalie i'm so grateful Mm. that you are sharing your magic and your medicine with this community and i'm so happy that we're here in this moment together yes thank (laughs) you so much sarah and i just want to paint a picture for the Mm. listeners of like the vibes we have going on right now so we're seated on a sheepskin rug faux sheepskin rug we've got a beautiful gold candle lit we're surrounded by Mm. propagated plants from the jungle we just had some delicious cacao we've got incense going it's a vibe y'all it's a vibe it's a vibe yes and it was beautiful we set some intentions when we had the cacao and just yeah infusing that we want this conversation to be expansive for you also with natalie being here it's going to be juicy it's going to be deep as you guys know i like to go deep with people as well Mm -hmm. and yeah we just welcome you into this conversation so i think i think a good place to start is just inviting you guys also to let yourself sink into some pleasure in this conversation. Like maybe they, you know, if you guys have a cacao or a tea and allow yourself really to relax into your feminine in this conversation and receive these words so they can land really deep. I know sometimes I've listened to podcasts and I'll be busy and running around and listening to I'm on the go, but I invite you guys with Natalie you know, and her beautiful feminine voice and these things that we're going to be sharing about. It's really about easing into your feminine and easing into your pleasure. So I invite you guys to do the same and just bathe in this beautiful conversation. Do you have any other extra words for them, Natalie? Yeah, I just, I love that so much. You know, we live in a world where a podcast is something we often do, like you said, Sarah, like while we're cleaning, while we're walking around the reservoir, <laughs> while we're doing X, Y, and Z. And, you know, yeah, the invitation is, again, you know, feminine beings to allow yourself to fully receive. Mm. And so fully receiving is slowing down, taking mm. a few deep breaths, dropping out of the head brain. This podcast is not head brain. This mm. is heart and gut and intuition and the innate intelligence of your body and you know the older I get the more I realize how nourishing it is to receive somebody's words somebody's story somebody's transmission Mm. in a way it sort of I think has an inner child healing aspect to it of like being read to when we're children Mm. and so you know it you know maybe you pause this light a candle light an incense get some aromatherapy and you know what wherever you are the invitation is to take three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth and just soften the jagged edges of your body 
and smooth out the rough edges of your breath. And now we begin. And now we're here. Now we're ready to receive. Now we have fully arrived. And just to also paint a little picture, Natalie's in this like black, sexy bralette thing. I'm literally naked <laughs> in her kimono. And it's a vibe in here, guys. So tune into it with us. But I thought it would be nice to just share a little bit of, yeah, Natalie and I's backstory, how we met so you guys can tune into that and Mm. I just want to thank Natalie because yeah coming here to New as you guys know because I've mentioned on the podcast I moved here about three months ago Natalie and I touched base at an ecstatic dance and yeah we just connected right off the bat and it was a beautiful conversation we had after dance at like a lunch I think and we you know we reconnected a few weeks down the line and you know here we are I'm actually staying at Natalie's place right now and yeah, our friendship really deepened, I feel, really quickly, you know, yeah. within a span of a week and a half. Like, I feel like we went as almost like acquaintances or being members in the community here in Nusara together to, like, I feel like I've known you for years, mm. which is just the mm-hmm. testament to the work you do and the work I do mm-hmm. of, like, how we deepened so quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No shallow waters here. No. And P.S., uh, for those of you who follow astrology, we met during the Scorpio eclipse portal. <laughs> <laughs> The collective, you know, uncomfortable dark night of the soul. And so, you know, my light saw her light, her light saw my light in Mm. this, you know, collective uh, tumultuous time and, and really is a testament to the power of sisterhood, the power of community Mm. um, and the power of, yeah, dropping into our bodies and celebrating each other. Mm. Yeah, I feel that so deeply in my heart right now. So yeah, you guys tune into that energy and like we need each other, you know, so when you connect with someone and you feel that in your heart or you feel that in your energy field or with your soul, like there's a divine reason. And when Natalie and I connected deeper, we were like, wow, we were divinely placed as always on each other's path at exactly the moment where the universe wanted us to. And it was just, yeah, beautiful unfolding. But I think this is a, you know, a great space talking about intimacy and depth right of you to share a little bit into maybe natalie like what is intimacy to you and Mm. anything you want to share around that because Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the work you do and maybe you want to share first what you do (laughs) sure to give them an insight yeah so i i like to say that i'm a kundalini yoga teacher for all So kundalini yoga is a very powerful yogic technology that floods the body with light and consciousness and awareness and helps us remember that we are alive, that we are brilliant, um, and that joy is our birthright and bliss is our birthright. So I teach kundalini to everybody. And my niche is specifically working with women, with sisters, with feminine beings Mm. um, in the realm of tantric embodiment. And so really, okay, let's just summarize that into like one sentence. I help women remember, return to mm. the home of their bodies and, and intimacy is a big piece of that. And so, so intimacy, I believe is counterculture, um, being embodied, meaning inhabiting your body, having the lights on in your body, being present in the moment is mm. an act of revolution in this modern world. You know, we live in a world where our senses are annihilated and, you know, a lot of us are disconnected from nature and the food um, numbs our flavors and we are connected online But as a result of all of this, we've severed our connection to her, greatly speaking, the Mm. earth, and Mm. then more closely speaking, ourselves, our feminine nature, our bodies, our hearts, our wisdom, our intuition. These are our superpowers. Mm. And so I believe that intimacy is being connected to the moment. If we were to just simplify it, it means you're here, you're present, Mm. you're aware, you're attuned, you're awake, you're alive. And that is intimacy intimacy with with life itself and that is tantra you know tantra is ultimately intimacy with life itself and as i'm saying that i'm taking my two hands and clasping them together you know you're connected but we can't be connected to the moment Mm. if our senses are numb 
We can't be present with another person in conversation or with our children mm. if our mind is racing or we're looping or futurizing. We can't be present in the moment if we forget that we even have a body. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I love that you're like capping on the senses, right? It's like tuning in and also just the fact that intimacy can be you know, experienced with everything around us. Intimacy mm. is not just in a partnership. It's not just in a friendship. We can go di- dive deeper into that because I remember I personally had the confusion a while back that intimacy was just in sex, mm-hmm. right? Which can be experienced in that, but just how you're saying it so beautifully of like, it's our connection to her, like to the earth, to the present moment, to the people we're interacting with, to our environment, to mm. all of our senses being activated and being present with that. Like, that's true intimacy, you know? Yes, yes. I always like to say, like, you know, for those of you who are listening to this and have maybe more of a traditional, you know, nine to five world, and you do the morning commute, and you go to your coffee shop, and you order your coffee, and you wake up, and you do the thing, and somehow you land at your desk in your inbox, and somehow the day goes by, and somehow it ends, and somehow you end in your bed at the end of the night, and you've eaten a few meals in between, but... What really happened, you know? And so intimacy would be, Mm. hmm, when you wake up, you take a few deep breaths, you notice the person next to you, you have a little cuddle with your pet, you slowly make your way over to the coffee maker if you drink coffee. If you go to the coffee shop and order your coffee, you look at your barista in the eyes Mm. and ask them, how are you today? It's Mm. good to see you today, you know? When you're driving to work, maybe you drop into a really nourishing audiobook that just really touches the depths of your soul. When you're working at your desk, you take breaks every hour or two and mm, inhale some aromatherapy and do some gentle stretches. Mm. When you're done with work, you maybe take your dog for a walk around the reservoir and only do that, not listening to a podcast. And when you get home, you connect with your family off screens, off devices, and have a conversation about what's alive with them in that world of theirs. And so that's intimacy, right? Mm. And notice sexuality wasn't even a part of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just being connected to the experiences that are happening within you and outside of you. That's intimacy. Mm, I love that. And it really goes hand in hand. Like I I love how we've had just such juicy, deep conversations because your work and my work, I feel go really hand in hand at times Mm -hmm. together. And I feel from having that experience of intimacy and whatever area it is really being that embodiment, you get to experience a deeper sense of fulfillment Mm. because you're so with your, you're experiencing from my view of being very disconnected. We can kind of go through our own journeys a little bit. I think it'd be interesting for them to hear into that of just really being 10 steps ahead or 10 steps behind and not fully there. But when you're fully there and you're fully present, you're having a whole different moment to moment experience with reality. And that's not always going to look perfect. Like I love how Natalie was like, yeah, maybe then you intentionally, right? You do the aromatherapy or like these moments where maybe we're unconscious to that or can lose it, but then we tune back in, mm-hmm. right? Not beat ourselves up over it. It's like, oh, we get to choose moment to moment if we want to bring an intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, totally. It's a choice. It's yeah. a choice and it requires awareness. It requires self-awareness and it requires self-attunement. Mm. And that's why I love to really advocate for, uh, a daily practice, mm-hmm. a daily practice because intimacy with others, which is what we're longing for. We're mm-hmm. longing to be more with our children. We're longing to be more connected to our mission and our purpose. We're longing to be connected to our neighbors, our community, our partners, our lovers, but it starts with ourselves. Self intimacy, right? Self intimacy and a, and a mm. great space to safeguard that is a daily practice. You know, I always like to say that when we show up to a practice every day, and of course your practice may be running, it may be journaling, it may be yoga, it may be the sauna or the gym, whatever it is, it's setting the tone that you're worthy, 
that you're worthy of showing up for every single day. Mm -hmm. And it's keeping, like Sarah said, you know, it's a choice. And so one of my teachers always says the best way to prepare for something is to prepare for something, you know, like the easiest way to do it is to do it. And sometimes we complicate things so much, Mm. but if you show up for yourself every day and commit to that with the intention of having greater intimacy with self and more fulfillment, like you said, Sarah, Mm. more enjoyment, um, you start by doing the practices and the, the, the rituals, but eventually they start to do you, you know, the sensuality, the, the self inquiry starts to sort of roll in and take over and the Mm. fulfillment that Sarah spoke to really pays off and what I also will say is and I always like to to remind people that being embodied again meaning inhabiting your body walking the tantric path meaning simply that you're connected to the moment takes courage it takes courage Uh, being being attuned to your senses takes courage being attuned to your inner experience and your emotions takes courage why because now we can start to feel the discomfort now we can start to feel ooh, i'm feeling a little like guilt that i'm doing this daily practice and i have three children right Mm. and so you know some deeper things start to surface which is why most of us don't inhabit our bodies and which is why most of us live a fast-paced world and we have the noise on full blast so that we don't hear the subtle whispers that come up in the silence and in the moments in between moments you know Mm. yeah there's two things that really stuck out about what you said so thank you for sharing so beautifully I was tuning into what you're saying about how the practices start to almost take over, right? It's not this act of doing, like, I need to think about it, I have to do it. It's almost like you crave it mm. because it becomes such a natural way. And of course, you know, it takes a little bit to build in a habit and mm. get into your groove with it. You know, so to speak, like Natalie and I, we wake up and the reason we've been doing so well living together at the moment the last several days is because we both have devotional practices that look different and we Mm. share some, which is beautiful. You know, we share Mm. each other's medicine and tune in. Mm. I've been taking over like some of Natalie's like um, Mm -hmm. dry brushes and, you know, these Mm. things that we share with each other. And it's just a way of being, I feel like for both of us, because we've really integrated it, but it's not because we have to, it's because we know how we're going to show up on this podcast Mm. you know it's like we're going to yeah we're going to maybe do some of the kriyas this morning or we're going to do this it's a it's an act of self-love and it's you claiming that you're worthy to show up for yourself in this way so i thought that was really beautiful about how you know once you really devote yourself to something like Mm. this it becomes it takes over you you crave Mm. it you start seeing that self-inquiry like you were saying you start becoming more aware and Um, That can be scary at first, I will say, because I feel like we can maybe talk about vulnerability a little bit. It's like you have to be vulnerable with yourself for intimacy Mm -hmm. and you have to be Mm -hmm. vulnerable with other people. And that's a whole nother side of it, you know? Um, Yeah. I don't know if you want to lean into that a little bit. Yes. Mm. I love the vulnerability piece. A lot of the women that I work with, like the first, you know, few months of working together, the the priority is calming down the nervous system, mm. because. Uh, Uh, you know it's likely that most of us have a nervous system that feels unsafe that's overworked Mm. um, Mm -hmm. depleted in fight flight or freeze and so when we're in those spaces um, it's hard to even tap into what's beyond those spaces like you said fulfillment joy intimacy with others so for those of you who have any understanding of the nervous system are uh, ventral nervous system, um, if you understand polyvagal theory, is essentially where like the fight or flight lives. Mm. And intimacy cannot live in that space. Mm. And so intimacy and the nervous system are deeply related. Again, whether it's intimacy with self, vulnerability with self, or others, if you are operating in fight or flight or freeze, intimacy is not possibility so the first step is cultivating safety in your nervous system Mm. with nourishing yogic practices adaptogenic herbs breath work slowing down enjoying time offline now all of these things that I'm speaking to are turning down the noise so tying back into what Sarah said about the vulnerability piece Mm. is a lot of us and again this is from experience of the women I've worked with a lot of us as women are afraid of what might come up in that space 
Is there mm-hmm. anger? Is there rage? Is there jealousy? Is there lack of forgiveness? Is there self-hatred? Right? Is there judgment? Yes, to all of the above. It's all there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where the compassion piece comes in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the vulnerability piece is so tr- so beautiful. I, I really love how you spoke to that. It takes courage to face yourself mm-hmm. every day, to face what might be moving through your body, to face, you know, the stories that your hips and your heart are holding on to. Uh, but once we can be vulnerable with ourselves, whether that's through a private journaling practice that mm. nobody's ever going to read, whether that's finding a sister like you and I have in a very tender moment in our lives mm. and dumping out that junk drawer and just bearing <laughs> our soul to each other and really being able to meet each other in that space. Mm-hmm. And then the, the greater acts of vulnerability can occur you know, in our missions, in our communities, in our families, which is mm. why simply being more embodied again living in your body with your senses turned on and being more present in the moment is the act of revolution and leadership right now oh gosh that's so amazing i love how you tied that in with like leadership too because that's so to walk this type of path and to evolve and deepen it's almost like a necessity that we need to lean into this, right? To be mm-hmm. vulnerable, to lead ourselves because we're leading other people as entrepreneurs and a mm-hmm. lot of people around the entrepreneur space that listen to this. So it's just, yeah, honing into that. And what I was curious about, Natalie, if you want to share a little bit, maybe like prior to you getting more on the tantric path and diving into more intimacy um, and how that was, and maybe just like experience, like what were you seeing on the other side? Like, what is that really bringing you? So people can maybe relate. Maybe they're like, Oh, I'm right here on this path. And it's all perfect as we know. Mm. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like what did this bring you in your life? Mm. Um, how are you experiencing your life and relationships now? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, just to give you a very brief sort of before and after black and white version of, um, so So here I am now, you know, I live in Costa Rica. I live in a beautiful home with tons of sunshine and houseplants and my dogs and organic food from the farmer's market and lovers and friends and ecstatic dances and cacao. Those are the highlights, you know, those are the highlights. There's also extreme initiation, the deepest humbling I've ever experienced in my life, panic, terror, inner child wounding all of those right? also the the death and rebirth portals how we were laughing natalie and i were talking about how real quick that how our parents like certain words it's like natalie was like yeah my mom she doesn't understand the word portal and we were just dying because we use like the death portal the rebirth portal all the time so i had yes, to throw that in portals, there portals for days portals and portals <laughs> And so, yeah, what I want to say by that is, yes, I'm in the jungle and it's incredible. And I'm teaching at the most incredible yoga studio and I'm on mission. Mm. And, you know, because I'm embodied, it's challenging. I feel it all. You know, there's days where I'm at my altar in the morning sobbing. And I always say I show up to my altar every day praying, Mm. praying, praying, praying to be reborn, to be more evolved than the day before. Mm. And so that's where I am now. Five years ago, I was working as a nurse practitioner at a walk-in clinic with neon lighting in a five-by-five office with no window, working 12-hour days, drinking two coffees a day, Mm. smoking Juul cigarettes, those like electronic cigarettes, um, having way too much wine, while simultaneously trying to build a yoga studio. I was working about 80 hours a week, Mm. and so... And, and, and of course, that journey evolves. And then when I opened my studio, I felt so nourished by community, by the senses, by these deeper practices. And I still didn't have a daily practice. Mm-hmm. So it's an evolution. You know, my mm. soul was calling me forth. But my daily practice used to be like putting some almond butter on two pieces of toast as I ran out the door to yeah. go get a coffee, you know. And so... It wasn't until COVID that uh, my sister and I decided to close our yoga studio. I left the medical field Mm. that I actually had the time and space and that sacred pause to start cultivating a daily practice. And it's what, and I learned in that cadence of self-care, I say it's like the metronome. It's like that, it's that reliable uh, space to be with self. That's when I 
that's when I unraveled. That's when I, mm. my emotions started pouring through. And that's where I really met myself. And my mm. external reality started to shift. And I started, um, because I've been to my deeper depths, I meet people who have done the same. And when I meet people who are moving through it, I can look them in the eye and say, I get it. <laughs> I get it. And so when we become more embodied and when we become more intimate with self and we have the courage to face ourselves through our daily practice, we become more human. It's like ironic, right? Because we simultaneously have these spiritual practices, but we become more human, you know, and we're able to meet everybody and mm -hmm. see the divine in them, you know, and see the human in them and really move from a space of judgment to a space of inclusivity and compassion because we've done that for ourselves. Mm, thank you for sharing that journey because I feel like even if we, I mean, you know, we could probably talk about these things for hours because that journey is, you know, several years <laughs> and I can relate. And I think a uh, tie between both of us is we both were in sort of like the medical field. You know, you were a nurse practitioner. I was a behavior analyst and I had similar things along my path of like being in that completely burnt out state, working way too much and just being more disconnected. Mm -hmm. I wasn't present with um, the people I was working with even, you know, it was really difficult for me to be present in that moment. And I feel like cultivating, taking this evolution and this journey similar to you, the thing that really stuck out to me that I want our listeners to tune into is that this, the work starts with you. Once you go to these depths within you and you can really go there, you really start watching that external reality change, mm. you know? And that doesn't mean everything looks perfect, right? Mm. It's not sunshine and rainbows. Like we're going to sometimes have to go to like grief or mm -hmm. like these heavy, deep emotions. We have to go there sometimes in order to transmute these emotions and work through it. But we, we meet ourselves and then we're able to take not only like our clients deeper, right? Because mm -hmm. you, you can look at them and say, I get it, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's mm -hmm. the beautiful work. But your external reality, I mean, similarly to you, like now I'm here in Costa Rica and I've had my own journey, you know, unraveling and you get to see tune into the beauty and think so much shifts like your relationships shift due to this like if you would have asked me several years ago would I have connected with someone like you in that moment no mm. because we wouldn't have been vibrating at the same like frequency so to speak mm. we wouldn't be on the same level of consciousness or probably doing the same things like I was never going to a static like where we met mm. <laughs> so I just think it's so beautiful that the more intimately you get with yourself your relationships shift and deepen, your presence and appreciation for really everything in your life and things will evolve and it is a journey and it's not always perfect. I love how you were like so vulnerable and sharing of some days I come to my altar and I sob because yeah. sometimes I wake up and I have the same, like I have emotions, but I'm safe and um, caring and loving with myself to meet myself there and not mm -hmm. rush over them and push them down and disconnect and numb. Totally. And totally. that's the beauty. That's the medicine. Totally. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I will take the intensity that comes <laughs> with being embodied. The moments like a few weeks ago, I dropped to my knees when I was taking my dogs for a hike and I just was sobbing, mm. you know? And like I said, you know, I'm, I have tender moments and the grief and all of it. It's all part of the, 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 the keys on the grand piano that are mm. in the symphony of life. Mm -hmm. And I will take that intensity any day over five years ago when I was numb and disconnected mm -hmm. and my heart was guarded and my nervous system was trying to protect me and keep me safe in every moment, which kept me from uh, being seen and it kept me from receiving love and it kept others from receiving the fullness that is me and you when we're mm -hmm. fully expressed you know mm. and so yeah it's it's a you know being vulnerable is a risk forgiving the past is a risk mm -hmm. and in order to make these risks it requires you feeling safe and secure Yep. And so this is why tending to your nervous system, getting out mm. in nature, connecting mm. deeply to the people, even if it's one or two people around you, mm -hmm. to remember that you're not alone, to remember that you belong here. You know, we mm -hmm. all belong here and we forget, you know, I forget, you know. And so <laughs> it's like that Paya song, one of my favorite songs, remember why you came here, mm. you know, mm -hmm. blessed we are to dance on this earth 
you know it's a gift to be here but we can't receive that gift mm. if we're not home one of my favorite authors tosha silver she writes a book outrageous openness and she says in the book the divine spirit god however you refer to it is constantly sending us love letters mm. and we never open them but we have to be aware that we're even getting the letter. We have to be home to get the letter. And so these beautiful conversations, these connections, these moments that something touches you, this is why we're here, to see the beauty in the mundane, to remember the simplicity of how it feels to have the sun on your face and the breeze at the same time and how incredibly delicious that moment is, you know? Mm, I love that. Like that truly is the meaning of life, right? Like if we're going, I always talk about this in my work too. It's like, if we're just going for the milestones and we're waiting to feel this like depth of fulfillment that we all desire, I truly believe that we all mm. desire that. <laughs> Even if it's kind of the desires hidden and we're like, no, no, we're fine. Like, cause that used to be me. I'm like, you know, uh, climbing the ladder, so to speak. And it's something to be cultivated within and then we can experience right here in this moment for exactly where we are in our journey, no matter what the circumstances. And of course, you know, there's extreme circumstances and I don't want to disregard that. That's, you know, like we all go through our versions of that, but I do believe that that's why we're here on this earth is to feel fulfillment and connection and joy and love and whatever we're doing and not just reaching a milestone or when we have the partnership it's like no the work's before and that's actually how we get those things and feel the fulfillment on the journey not just when it's Mm. in the moment to moment that's natalie and i (laughs) our mantra of the household right now is moment to moment moment to moment moment moment, baby yeah (laughs) you know the future is a cascading waterfall of now You know, it's just now and now and we show up now and then we show up now and it's like, okay, this feels good to me now. This is my boundary now. This is my truth Mm -hmm. now. Uh, We are cyclical beings, ever changing, uh, magical creatures, you know, and so when we follow the tantric path, when we step Mm -hmm. deeper into our bodies, it's easier to honor the moment and to see what beauty is in the moment. And as you were speaking, Sarah, a word that came to mind for me was like, this word contentment and I think you know Mm. there's split thoughts on on whether that's you know a positive word or whether it's settling and I know that a lot of your audiences uh, are are high achieving entrepreneurs and there's always Mm. you know the next level up and the next goal and the next launch and so where does contentment come in you know to me contentment is my goal you know because that feels peaceful to me you know if I can just sit there and feel content and know that there's nothing more that I need that I want that I desire and have gratitude Mm -hmm. for what's already around me you know Yogi Bhajan one of my teachers says the attitude of gratitude is the highest form of yoga Mm -hmm. you know but we again we got to be aware alert awake attuned alive to even see the beauty all around us in every moment oh i'm so glad you brought up that word contentment because i do believe that's a word that a lot of high achievers can really uh sit with i feel like that's sometimes the goal it's not like what are we doing wrong what are when 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 I get here what's the next step it's like we're missing the whole point then I have lots of posts about that where it's like I was missing the whole point for so long because the the goal is to find that deep contentment and it doesn't mean we can't be high achieving I know both you and I have extremely big visions and things that we want to do in this world that we know we're called here to do (laughs) right and that that will come and it's divine timing and we're moving towards that day after day But I really like the word contentment because I think if we can find the contentment within that process along the way, it's going to be one juicy fucking fulfilling journey. Like yes. that's going to be the ride. Yes. And it's like, oh, I have like tingles yes. in my body thinking yes. that because yes. ugh, for so long yes. I, I craved, I just didn't understand how to really access that. Yes. And it's a gift. Yes. It's a gift. Yes. And I love that your body is speaking to you in this moment. You know, it's because where do we feel fulfilled? We don't feel fulfilled in our head and in our mind Mm -hmm. and on our vision boards Mm -hmm. we feel fulfilled how do we know we feel fulfilled our body is relaxed our body feels at ease our heart feels unguarded and open you Mm. know and when we're in those spaces of fulfillment with what we already have with who we already are with how we're getting there life moves through us 
Yep. You know, we don't move to it. It's already here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always say like how the divine is wanting to move through us. We just yeah. need to allow our channel to open to that so then it can work with us. Like we are always in co-creation moment to moment. So yes. yeah, it's such a beautiful reminder and kind of like side note because I feel like, yeah, like we can get in some deeper juiciness now in terms of like intimacy, right? Because we talked about how we can experience that in the present moment. What do you typically see on like, or maybe you want to talk about it a little bit on like the tantric path or with intimacy around like, yeah, we can still experience it within sex, right? So just kind of going into, yeah, yeah like what that kind of looks like or what... Um, like intimacy during sex. And like yeah, what that yeah, like. because that is included. I remember for yeah. me back in the day, intimacy was only in sex. Like I didn't understand. I'm like, mm. oh, I correlated those two. Mm. But now being more evolved, I understand it's in the moment to moment. Yes. Um, but just talking about that actually in yes. sex because it is still a part yes. of sex. It's a great question. <laughs> and what came through to me as you were asking that is the, the sentence, okay, sex does not mean you're being intimate. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. sex and intimacy are not interchangeable words, right? And we know this from the last 20 minutes of our conversation because the last 20 minutes of our conversation were about intimacy and we didn't talk about sex. So let's just re-educate that mm. sex and intimacy are not the same thing. Mm. Again, let's recap what intimacy is. Intimacy is being present. Intimacy Mm. is being in your body. Intimacy is being attuned to your experience and those around you. Mm. How many of us are practicing those principles when we're having sex? Being Mm. in our body, being out of our head, being attuned to our pleasure and the the person with us, right? So if we take those principles and apply them to sex, then we're talking about sacred sexuality conscious sexuality Mm -hmm. and so let's take the first one being in our bodies Mm -hmm. for me that means being sober Mm -hmm. you know being in our bodies fully for me that looks like activating your senses so incorporating candles sage putting on some yummy music setting the tone for your body just like you would in a yoga class right so getting in your body Mm. incorporating breath this is a big part of the tantric path with tantric sex is breath sound and movement those are the three pillars of tantra Mm. um in or without of regardless of sexuality and so staying connected to your breath you know we had you guys we invited you guys to tune into your breath even before the episode started with three deep breaths Mm -hmm. and so the invitation to drop yourself into a deeper sexual experience is to remember you have a breath that moves through your body Mm -hmm. and that breath moves life force for your through your body And that breath moves orgasm and pleasure through your body as well. So Hmm. instead of just thinking of sex as like genitals touching and like there's lots of sensation there, it's whole body, whole body, whole soul, whole soul, whole being, whole being. And so being with your breath before, during, and after, using your breath to amplify and move your pleasure, using your breath to expand your body instead of contract like we often do in orgasm. So being Mm. fully present and being attuned to your inner experience is part of intimacy, right? Being Mm -hmm. attuned to your inner experience. So moment to moment, Mm -hmm. how does this feel? Ooh, I'm noticing body shame come up. Ooh, I'm noticing, I'm thinking about uh, should we do meat or veggie lasagna for dinner, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and naming that. And again, it's back yeah. to the vulnerability piece. So this is why I believe in sacred sexuality. It's so important to be with someone who's also in tune with themselves and their experience and has daily practices so mm. that there's two clear mirrors me- meeting each other in mm. this devotional space and you know there's also recreational sex where you're not mm-hmm. setting the tone but <laughs> you're with your breath you're with your body you're with your experience so I'm curious if that helps definitely clarify a little bit. definitely I love how you pointed out that sex is not intimacy Mm. Like these are not interchangeable. I feel like that is a huge takeaway I would want you guys to have within that of understanding we can bring deeper intimacy into sex, which is an intimate moment, right? We can create that intimacy on, but it doesn't necessarily mean when we're having sex that intimacy is there. And the reason that I was, you know, I wanted to hear deeper into that. I remember on my personal path, like having sex back in the day, I, right, I thought maybe I was having intimacy, right? I was like, oh yeah, I'm having sex. And 
it, it wasn't the case, you know, maybe in some moments, but I was very disconnected during sex. I was having a lot of a drunk sex, but I was also very disconnected. I was very in my head and I had no awareness of my breath. I feel like during it. So mm. coming more on the sacred, whatever you want to call it, a more spiritual path, a more evolved self path. Um, now I'm able to really experience the sacredness of the intimacy, bringing that into sex. And it's such a much more beautiful in tune conscious experience. And it, it evolutionalized, evolutionalized. I'm not even saying that right. Probably my partnerships, right. Or the people that I'm consciously you know, when I'm dating or however that may be, it looks very different now because I've brought intimacy into these things. Mm. And it gives me a richer, deeper, more fulfilled. And like you said, vulnerable, right? Because sometimes it's mm. it's not always these like perfect, pleasurable moments, mm. right? Sometimes things are a little, it's like, oh, a little kinda, clunky, a little clunky. We got to like awkward. lean in. Yeah. Lean into those like vulnerable like edges. high dance, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And we can bring it in a lot more of the time. So having these, like I always talk about in my community, like um, conscious community, conscious connections, conscious communication, all of these things, like it just, it brings that depth, it brings that intimacy that you're speaking of. So I just, I think it's beautiful. You brought in all the pillars and kind of like educated everyone on that because it's so interesting to hear about. Yes, yes. And, you know, again, my mission is to really serve as a bridge and help everyone realize that we're all practicing Tantra. Mm -hmm. You know, Tantra feels like this thing that's done in the Himalayas or that Sting (laughs) does with his partner with, you know, 12 hour lovemaking sessions or like it's this big mysterious thing. Mm -hmm. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're present and you're engaged in your body, you're practicing Tantra right now. Oh, you so know, good. we're practicing Tantra right now. We're looking each other in the eyes. We've set up a sacred space mm. We're we're leading and devoting this uh, conversation from our hearts. This is Tantra. Oh, you know? that's so important. I feel like for people to hear, I'm so glad you're just like really expressing these things because I remember back in the day, you know, when I was maybe newer to my spiritual path, like I heard Tantra and I did, I related it, you know, there can be so many misconceptions I feel like about it. Mm -hmm. If you don't know and educate yourself enough, Mm -hmm. thinking it's like, you know, these orgies or like, Mm. you know, these sex parties or whatever it is. Mm. And it really is like you're practicing, we're practicing Tantra as we speak. And it's knowing that Tantra, like you talk about it as a way of life. And I feel like that's so beautiful. And there's of course so many angles you can experience that in. Yeah, but you can literally be experiencing it right now listening to that podcast and that I feel like is so powerful to realize it's not you know we don't it doesn't have to look a certain way (laughs) right we get stuck people are like you know I've worked with clients too they're like okay but am I doing this and I'm like does it feel good for you Mm. (laughs) you know that's what matters so Mm -hmm. how does that feel how does that feel how does that feel you know like that's a really good question to ask yourself moment to moment how do I feel right now what's my body saying is it contracting or expanding is that a yes or a no you know and again in this world it's designed to keep us in our head to keep us isolated as well. Mm-hmm. And when we're isolated, the emotions of shame and guilt thrive, which then perpetuates the desire to continue isolating and numb out and find fulfillment in other ways like Netflix and shopping and eating and con- unconscious sex and all of that. But when we strip that all away, mm-hmm. and again, we are the salmon swimming upstream in this revolution of embodiment, um, again, we slow down and we become more, more present to the moment that's tantra oh yeah it's so beautiful yeah so mm, Mm. amazing is there anything else you feel like around you know we kind of dove into sex we dove into intimacy and a little bit of your journey is there anything that's feeling present within this conversation Mm. that you're like yeah i think the last thing i want to share you know and this comes up a lot for me with initial client sessions is so many of you out there might maybe have that background uh, dialogue going of like, oh yeah, that all sounds nice, but I don't really have the time for that. Mm. And what I want to offer as a reframe is that none of this actually takes time. Mm. You know, the path of Tantra, the path of embodiment, the path of coming home to your physical vessel is 
simply a dropping into what's already there and what's already available to you. And peace, ease, knowing, freedom. These are your true natures. They're already right there. So it doesn't take time. You don't have to learn anything. You don't have to take another online course. You don't need three hours and five baths a week to become more embodied. All you need to do is follow your curiosity and desire to become more alive Mm. and let your body speak to you in every moment. All you need to do is remember to... Remember to breathe. As the breath, so the mind. So when the world is spinning on its axis chaotically, slow down the breath by slowing down time. This is how it works. You don't need time to become more of who you already are. So just make that journey a priority with exquisite self-care, meaning devotion to becoming more alive, showing up for yourself daily, deciding to spend less time online. I call it digital detox. So turning off the phone every now and then, getting outside in nature, having vulnerable conversations with your sisters and your brothers, being with your child fully when you're playing baseball with them in the backyard. You know, it's already here. You're already it, you know? You just have to know that and sink in to this moment. Mm. Thank you for sharing that last wisdom nugget. And I feel this is what I talk to a lot of high achievers because this time thing, right, comes up. It's like, we have so many to-dos. We have so many things. How? And I really like breaking apart this time complex because, yes, I love how you're saying like in the tantric pet, right? It's dropping into the moment. And yes, there are practices and tools and things that we do drop into that do. But I always like saying these tools and things, even when we are taking the time, it's that's going to save us the time. Imagine yes. when you're not dropped into what you're talking about, how much time that actually takes to be doing the things that we're doing and the quality that might or might not be there because we're not in that state of being. Yes. Then, yes. then what are we looking at? And what we're looking at, I feel like on both sides of those coin, is do you care about how you're experiencing life? Do you care about how you're feeling in the doing? How are you being in the doing? And to me, that's everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming from someone that was just solely focused on doing. So my invite is for all you high achievers listening to this too, hearing Natalie's wisdom, it doesn't take time of just, yeah, the question really comes is, do we care about how we're experiencing our life moment to moment? Because that is our life. (laughs) And of course we do, right? Yeah. Of course we do. Every single person listening (laughs) to this podcast wants to feel fulfilled, right? Wants to feel ease. Mm. Another question that arises is, do we feel worthy of that? You know? Oh, yeah. Do we feel worthy of that? Because there's a Mm -hmm. reason why we choose to scroll Instagram instead of roll out our dusty yoga mat, right? Uh, There's a reason why we avoid eye contact because what might the other person see in me and judge? Mm -hmm. There's a reason why we're afraid to be fully alive because when we're seen, we're seen in all of ourselves, our flaws and our gifts, you know? And so, again, coming back to that compassion piece as well is so valuable. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Natalie. And I want to tell them where they can find you. But before, you know, we kind of close this beautiful container in space, I want to yeah, ask a few little short questions. Because <laughs> this podcast is named All of You, More of You. I'm curious, what part of you are you leaning into at the moment? I always talk about like bringing more of you to the table, bringing all of who you are. Um, yeah. So what's coming up? Like what part of you are you leaning into more practicing and exercising, bringing more of to everything that you're doing? And maybe that shows up in different ways, but <laughs> yeah, well, I am so comfortable in my femininity, my feminine essence, my feminine being, my feminine pole, that what's being asked of me right now in business, in dating, is to explore my inner masculine, my inner dude. <laughs> 
And that looks like, and it's a big edge for me, which is why I've been here on this earth for 37 years and I haven't explored it yet. Um, but leaning into, hmm, what if I ask the guy out instead of waiting for him to ask me out? Love what it. if I share my desire and vulnerability? Oh gosh, in business that looks like, you know, setting up some more systems and structure and, you know, strategy, which feels like an edge to, for me to lean into right now. Mm, thank you for sharing. I love that. A little bit of the personal tidbit too. I always love that. Mm -hmm. um, another question. What is bringing you in this very moment of time the most juicy fulfillment in your life? What is something you're just like, wow, that's really just like lighting me up right now. It's really bringing just such a depth in my life right mm. now. That's a great question. Uh, it's real simple. It's taking my dogs every day for a walk in the jungle. It's so, again, that word contentment, it's so nourishing to my inner child who wanted to be taken on hour and a half long walks, but maybe mom and dad didn't have the time. And it's bringing me so much joy to nurture those around me, my animals included. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. So like have it, me and you have these talks, you know, at our, daily dinners lately yes. and all the meals but it's so nice to be able to bring this publicly and just share this medicine and wisdom and natalie just bringing her presence fully to this talking about bringing all of you like natalie mm. that's one thing i appreciate about you as a friend is you bring your full groundedness of course it doesn't always look perfect but you really bring your full presence when you're with people mm. and people feel that like mm. they appreciate it and i watch it around you know yesterday we went to a little social event and mm. People feel safe in that space because mm. you're so there. Mm. And I think that's why I opened up to you so quickly. You know, that's been a huge part of my journey and path of like feeling safe around certain people and like opening myself up more. And the more and more I lean in, but for you, it was like, it was, I don't know, so easy. But I think it's because you really do bring all of you to mm. your conversations mm. and your, your care for you. Like it's felt. And that's where these things of bringing you know, the tantric way of life, it's, um, it's felt by other people, it's energy. Mm -hmm. So totally. Yeah. Totally. You really brought that today. So I feel like yeah. all the listeners will be able to tune into that and yeah. Where can people, I'll put it below in show notes, but like, where would be the best ways for people to connect with you, find you, what you have going on in your world right now? Yeah. I would say the easiest way is the old Insta Instagram. <laughs> My my handle is at the Natalie Adele, and you can hop on over there for anything around vulnerability, embodiment, tantra, sensuality. Uh, sometimes I'll sprinkle Kundalini in there, mm. and you know I want to share as well. If uh, for the for the sisters out there, for the feminine beings listening to this show, <laughs> if it spoke to you in terms of um, having a desire to connect to your peace, your liveness, to connect to your magnetism, your full feminine juicy uh, juiciness, uh, that's the work I offer in this world. And I offer complimentary one-hour sessions mm. called Return Home. Mm. And I would be honored to have you uh, connect. So we'll, we'll leave a link for that below as well. Amazing. Thank you so much, Natalie. I love our little shared space here i wish you guys were here yes. with us but we'll, i'll probably post something a little on my story and you guys will be following us you'll you'll see her in my yeah <laughs> her little backstory keep an eye out for the jungle adventures over here jungle adventures Alrighty. well thanks natalie Mwah. thanks everyone Thank for you, tuning Sarah. in have a beautiful day everyone Mwah. thanks for your attention and your presence love you guys <laughs> i hope you absolutely loved this episode that it was full of juicy wisdom lives, your businesses, and your work on a daily basis. I would absolutely love if you enjoyed this episode. You can please leave me a review at the bottom and let me know what you took away from this podcast. If you're also feeling called so we can spread more grateful to impact into this world, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest takeaway that you want to share to spread out into this world. I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here on this grand adventure of life with me. And I'll see you next time. Sending so much love.